Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down the things each week and makes you say a thing else to the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. I'm Eli Uden. On an unusual Hello. day, an unusual a little, time. A little wobbly Instantly there. Instantly going behind the curtain on yeah. this episode. Recording on a weeknight evening. Well, it's, it's an important just important clarification. We are recording this Wednesday night, uh, July, July 26th. July 26th. So whenever something inevit- insane inevitably <laughs> happens in the next three days. Uh, we're recording this. <laughs> we're recording this Wednesday, July 26th, 2021. <laughs> Yeah. Also this known as the first contact. We'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah. Right. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're we're not an emergency pod type show uh, unless uh, <laughs> so uh, we have to do something really good and or there have to be some kind of financial incentive. So uh, not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. For but that's the new Patreon goal is you choose what day we record. No matter what we have going on. <laughs> yeah, right. So we'll drop everything. You get admin I don't know how control that would over be, our GCAL. I don't know how that would be at all beneficial to anyone that right. you choose what day we record. Recording Assuming in a hotel room day. the day of my wedding or something. Yeah. <laughs> release day is still the same. You just get to decide when in the week it's recorded. Oh, you have to record for- the same day. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday night into Monday, midnight to 3 a.m. It yeah. has to be a live episode. Sunday, <laughs> m- Monday, midnight, 12 a.m. Yep. Back to back, just, you know... We're like, oh, let's get a whole, we'll put a whole months in the can. Just one solid day of nonstop recording, running yep. out of news after about three hours, just <laughs> going, just reporting on the most insane shit that we can find. Yeah. How do you guys feel? Do you feel different? We used to record weekday nights when we were back at uh, the comedy club, which will not be named. We used to record on weekday nights. Voldemort, Voldemort Comedy Club. Club. BCC, baby. <laughs> Voldemort's. I mean, yeah, I feel I went like to there VCU, are a lot of Voldemort Comedy University. I feel like there are a lot of comedy clubs that could conceivably be Voldemort Comedy Club, like if well, they were named I, accurately. I, I can't think of any comedy club that wouldn't put Voldemort on stage if they thought yes. he would draw. That's Pro- for sure. Yeah, Professor yeah. Quirrell fucking hosting for Voldemort, and he's like, "In your first <laughs> comic," and he undoes the turban. Oh, he did that for stage time. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, like Jamie Fox. Um, I feel good. I'm riled up. I had uh, I drank a sugar-free Red Bull and ate a bunch of hummus and watched a video of a guy restoring a mammoth tusk. I'm ready to go. It's a big three. I'm sorry. I zoned out for what you were saying because I was thinking about Voldemort doing Kill Tony. So <laughs> I don't know what you were saying. Uh, but cool. Sounds good. What's up? Uh, we yeah. got uh, yeah. Hey, welcome to the uh, Theo Vaughn podcast. I don't know what uh, we got. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, Voldemort. Uh, he's uh, <laughs> good to be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's tiny Just want Voldemort. To say, long time fan. <laughs> it's the tiny one from after he gets all. You know when he's like as little as a little. Worm. Yeah, he looks like that. That like drowned alien or whatever. Like that. Yeah. Like that. We. <laughs> It's that one. <laughs> he looks yeah. like E.T. after he got sick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was just talking about my hummus <laughs> and, and Red Bull. Insane. I don't know what dinner that. Maybe alien dinner. That's a probably Podcast the closest. Fuel. Podcast fuel. 
And yeah, watching a video of a guy restoring a mammoth tusk, which I didn't know you were legally allowed to do, but I guess there's yeah, a lot more of them. Yeah, restoring it? Well, he's like, you know, he's like a woodworking he's guy. He's putting it back on a mammoth. Yeah, he's bringing it back. He's going he put back it, in he, time. Yeah, he put the tusk in the thing uh, at the beginning of the fifth element that they use, the little bone yeah. that makes uh, uh, Mila Jovovich, uh, Lee Lu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's making a Mila Jovovich mammoth. It's very beautiful. Hubba hubba. There's yeah, he's going back. There's one of those mammoths with a big uh, napkin tied around his head like he had a toothache. He had to get it put the tusk mm. back on. Um yeah, I didn't know you were legally allowed to like get them, but I guess there's more than I thought there were. Um also Yeah, one, I didn't think you could just like privately own one and put it on YouTube. You doing stuff to it. Yeah, seventy five. Was he putting was he covering it in crest white strips? <laughs> he was you know, bleaching it. Was, this man, uh, Nicholas Cage, I just assume he's got several <laughs> You have seventy five hundred dollars. Also, a lot cheaper than I would expect for what I think. I just assume they all go to a museum. Also, they apparently right. smell awful, which I thought was cool. Yeah, I mean that is cool. If you're thinking because like, it's like you'd think it's old enough that it wouldn't stink anymore, but it yeah. still stinks. You're, well, they Eli, just you're got right. it out. Yeah, you're right about the price because I'm thinking of like nature company pricing from back in the mall when we were kids you know for yeah. like mm-hmm. a little rock it cost like a that, a that store was expensive as hell so if they a had a polished tusk, jasper <laughs> would cost you your whole allowance yeah piece of petrified wood you know come on mm. like i need to get yeah. this don't uh, get me not, started on fool's that's, gold that's they were a, charging real gold prices on that show. yeah you want a hunk of pyrite that, that's a combination <laughs> christmas birthday present all all i want all year is a little hunk of fool's gold Please, Papa. I never went into that store because it seemed educational to me. So I was like, I'm not going in there. Oh, I love that place. That yeah, was, this that was a little big jock. Go in there, <laughs> hit up the hit up the ra- toys. Hit those rain sticks, but don't buy them, obviously, because that that gets old really quick. But fun. To I do imagine for a working in that store. That must like be a trigger a fight or flight response from you when you hear one of those rain sticks. Yeah, it's the opposite of what's intended. Because you just think of a little sticky child just touching all the rain sticks not buying any i wonder if you work at the rainforest cafe and then later you visit the actual rainforest if like a tiny part of you is sort of like ugh, <laughs> it's like, like going to work yeah, like, doesn't, oh, God. Doesn't, sound as, doesn't sound as magical as the yeah. stick uh i didn't need a rain stick anyway because i had a product at home that was like the rain stick for space Known as a zoob tube. I don't know if anybody's oh, yeah. familiar with a this. A zoob tube. Okay, you sent us a, a link. It's just it's um, like a it's like a it's like a tube with a spring. It's got like basically solo cups on either end, and it's a I'm, cardboard tube. So you sent us a YouTube link. Um, the ad before it is one of the Alyssa Lim Paris Tom Brady ones. Sure, <laughs> getting a fun cameo from uh, from our friend Alyssa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have never seen this before in my life. It looks like a bike pump. I remember but they just made kind tube. of a. They just it's, make kind it's a, of a, it's a spring, so it makes noise. like a it makes like a space sound, which is mm. cool. Yeah. Is is Mattel gonna make a movie about one of these? Uh, probably. I think it's coming up. Yeah, I mean, it's really like at least rain is soothing. I, I think your parents would have probably preferred a rain stick to the like loud space wood. Well, I wasn't like go following them with it. Uh, to be clear, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Kind of feels like you might have been. I was, I was never really one of those like mom, dad, check this out kids you know i just went in my room and kind of did my stuff i left everybody alone trotting around (laughs) with your little space tube walking your roller skates into your bedroom on the carpet i don't even i don't even know where it like i think it was just under the tree one christmas i i don't even remember you know uh how you acquired it santa came up huge with the zoom tube which i had for 
Probably until I went to college. It was probably just in my, because it was in my closet in my bedroom. It's not like I got yeah. rid of it or anything, you yeah. know? Before you're old mm-hmm. enough to know that the, the Santa and patents just have a really hard time coexisting. Or it's like, you know, or it was the time when you were like, Santa makes PlayStation games? <laughs> like, how is that? What part of the workshop? Yeah, that's interesting. Right, yeah. And if you have kids, we apologize. Uh, retroactive, uh, you know, uh, don't uh, Just skip sitting this part. down with my four-year-old to listen to yeah, What right. a Time to Be that's Alive. Right. All I the said is that the Shooting magic of... Ropes podcast. All... <laughs> <laughs> All I said is that the magic of Santa's workshop is incredible. The things they can do there. It's it's, I, it's crazy that they, you get Nintendo games from them because they have that Nintendo seal of approval. I guess Santa's got a licensing deal with them, which is nice. And, He's and a they, franchisee. You know, they get uh, this whole got, fiction would fall apart if children understood the legal system. He's got uh, he's got you know he's got the made for iPhone certification or whatever it's called. Yeah. So all the accessories are official. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, pretty huge. Yep, Santa that would be a great me. excuse if you're buying your kids off-brand stuff because it's cheaper. Just be like, I mean, well, Santa, really, Santa yeah. can't get that stuff at the North Pole. This is made by Elven Hands. This is I mean, even better. Santa <laughs> must have been thinking ahead because. He had to source a lot of rare earth metals, you know, when this stuff uh, started to become popular. Like, it's not like it's Santa just has there. a mine in Africa that is rife with human I'm rights. I'm sure abuses. it's ethical. Ooh. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> Look at this. Santa issued, a, issued you a certificate of deposit that will appreciate <laughs> over time. Wow. And if, and, if, and if Santa has the ability to conjure rare earth metals, uh, I think we need to, uh, you know, make some kind of deal with him uh, for the good of uh, sort of renewable energy, et cetera. We must we negotiate with him. Yeah, to come they're going to raise an, his an workshop. And fair deal. Raise his workshop to the ground in search of more lithium for batteries. Yeah. For some reason, <laughs> you know, he's magic, but there's no air conditioning in the workshop. It's really it doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, it's just part of the part of the thing. They I brought uh, brand influencers there on a on a PR tour and they had a Potemkin village <laughs> workshop where the elves all said that they were treated well. It was a whole debacle. Uh, uh, Scabby the rat with like you know, <laughs> holiday themed stuff. He's got Rudolph's nose and uh, you know. Scabby the reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> Eli, I, I noticed you tweeted the other day that when you first moved to New York, you thought Scabby was like a thing you could just get for your party. I thought it was uh, I, yeah, I thought it was like uh, some sort of thing that exterminators got or whatever. I don't know. Mm. I thought it was, but I thought it was like, yeah, I wonder, I literally a fun looked, novelty. I wasn't even being facetious. I, I I looked into, I remember mentioning it to somebody where I was like, I want to see if, how much it would be to rent one for this out. I had an outdoor birthday party thing. Um, and uh, that should tell you how long ago it was, was because I was still at the age where I was like doing a birthday party that wasn't like. I'll be at this bar, I guess, uh, you know, um, and they were like, that's a union thing. And I was like, oh, well, then it seems people like are going to think you're having a me. non-union birthday party. <laughs> I mean, I am. I've I walked know. the birthday picket line. Yeah. We're going to be doing a streaming series at my birthday party. So it is. Yeah, it is. You know, I am technically I mean, I a think struck you can- corporation. I think you can get one. I, I remember reading about the company. I think they're in Pennsylvania who like supplies all the scabbies. Yeah. Um, I think they're like available for scabbies private. Workshop. Yeah. yeah. Scabbies workshop. Um, and so you could theoretically like, get one, but yeah, I don't think it would send the right message outside like Eli's 26th birthday party or whatever. Yeah. And then I got it cause I tweeted on Twitter and like a lot of it, it kind of went like big on Twitter. And then I got all those like New York people who were like, the people who are like, oh, like obsessed with New York, but also angry because they're like, oh, everyone in New York thinks they're so cool. 
Because I was yeah, like, yeah. in the tweet, I if say, you say anything about where you live on Twitter and it happens to be in New York, people get people aren't freezing to death in New York. See it. It's summer. <laughs> yeah, I said, I said, True. when I moved to New York, and then everyone was like, they have these in other cities. I've seen them in other cities, and I was like, yeah, I was just using that as you know, like here's the place a I live. Milestone in my life uh, of just saying that. Also, when you t- when I tweeted that, I didn't think you were going to see it, so I just didn't right. care. Um, yeah. Just but. typical Eli making everything about you. Get him out of here. Considering the yeah. universal audience for your fucking tweet. How yeah. dare you? I tweeted a thing about a, a birthday celebration and somebody sent me a message that was like, they were like, you're a Leo. And I was like, it's such a nice compliment to have someone not know you're a Leo. Cause usually people are like, I bet you're a Leo. And it's like, shut up. You people know? say yeah. that to you. Um, not often, but like, yeah. Or it's like, people are like you're like, or you're Sorry. like, I'm an only child. And they're like, no, I take that as a compliment as well. But like, um, they're like, or they're like, if you tell them you're an only child, and they're like, that makes sense. And it's like, she fuck off. <laughs> That's mean. Yeah. It's like, look, I just, sorry, I'm happy to be by, <laughs> sorry, I'm comfortable in my own skin, sort of, when I'm alone. You motherfucker. <laughs> Typical response. That's what they mean. Typical (laughs) response after someone says that makes sense is, uh, "I said, gimme." Yeah, from an only child. Yeah, it's like it's like they say it like I just gimme it. it. (laughs) Yeah, like I just told them I have my own set of rules for Monopoly. That means I only I win. (laughs) No, fine. I feel like I don't really want anyone to say that makes sense after I say something about myself because it like it just it usually is sort of a semi burn number one Mm. uh but even if it's not it just reminds me that people can observe my traits and i don't want to be reminded of that you don't want to do not come to conclusions about me yeah do not yeah what are you assembling assembling a dossier i don't think so (laughs) yeah yeah stop noticing things about me please if you stumble to talk about myself all i want but you are not allowed to put connect any dots yeah stop getting to know me that's like a psychological. <laughs> Do not to know me. A psychological like conundrum would be like if you stumbled upon a dossier on yourself, would you read it? It's like knowing what time you die. <laughs> like, oh man, I, read I heard, this. I heard uh, that a friend Shelby's of mine... dossier would just say Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> One it's sheet that of baby paper. picture. It's Shelby. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> uh, I recently heard that a friend of mine does a very good one word impression of me that Ooh. one word was part of it and i'm like do not say the word do not is tell it, me the word is it oh whatever we haven't played that sound in a long time <laughs> if if it were that that would be fine but yeah apparently it was very accurate it's just and, uh, uh, uh the word is just <laughs> <laughs> it's uh Camp. That's why I like <laughs> my name's Cam. Yeah. My impression of everyone is just them saying their name like a Pokemon. That's how yeah. it works. On my way to fuck yeah, your bitch. No, I. That's yeah. Probably that was it. That's one word. I don't know if people know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stylized. That's my Pokemon. That's what I say. That's my Pokemon name. Uh, but yeah, no, don't, don't. I don't want to read my dossier. Don't, don't tell me my power word. I don't want to know. Because then every time I use that word, I'm going to be thinking about it. And I'm assuming it's a word I use a lot. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, yeah, it's probably not know. a word you've never said. Yeah. <laughs> this is how Kath would say rutabaga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that is how she would say it. Weird. She would say it like that. That's Everyone crazy. gather around. Listen to this <laughs> pitch perfect rutabaga Kath impression. <laughs> 
Doing it for Lauren at SNL. This is what I call casting <laughs> in a bigger. It would be funny to go to an SNL cast uh, audition and be like, this is an impression of my friend. You don't know him. <laughs> Just, Trust me, it's really good. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, I'll, I, I'll bet somebody has tried something like that, for right? I mean, I feel like yeah. that's that's a... Think about the spectrum of bad auditions that have gone on. Oh, boy. I always forget that he's Dr. Evil, that that's how he sounds. Oh, oh yeah. That's like what he's... Dr. Evil is like based on him. A light Lorne impression. Not not character-wise, I don't think. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think Dr... I don't think Lorne Michaels has like a smaller Lorne Michaels that he groomed, I guess. I don't remember why. We don't know. Don't look under the desk. It was a clone, I believe. (laughs) A clone, okay. He yeah. might have a clone, actually. No, he has a tiny clone. He's, He's at the auditions. Rich. What did you think? He's actually secretly <laughs> been raising a baby Lauren for like the past 20 years, and he's just going to mm-hmm. take over the show. It's, it's, yeah. that's, that's actually the next step in this whole, uh, in, in the sort of elite process. That's the famous thing uh, about when you audition, uh, is that Lauren, Lauren, too. <laughs> Lauren never laughs, but Lauren's tiny clone laughs continuously yeah. the whole time. Like, not even at punchlines. Yeah, yeah. Um, in a, uh, I I think I told you guys about when I saw the People's Joker, the Vera Drew movie. Um, Lorne Michaels in that movie is voiced by Maria Bamford, which I, is very good. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Mar- Maria Bamford doing a um, Lorne Michaels impression, and then um, he his pants fall down and he falls down the stairs, and so it's <laughs> Maria Bamford reenacting that. It was very good. Yeah. See it. I think it's coming out finally. Here's my impression uh, of Kath, and then my pants fall down and I fall down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's whoa, do numbers. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I do do that all the time. Um, I'm just a, a such a burden to my neighbors every time <laughs> they just yeah. hear me out in the hallway. They just sh- sh- open the door, shake their heads, and shut yeah. the door. They don't they even sh- help anymore. They shut down Kath's life alert from the cent- from the central <laughs> thing. She's like, turning this one off. Done. <laughs> Deactivating. Um, let's do numbers. Let us do the numbers. <laughs> Number five. That was a funny noise. I hadn't heard it in a while. Solid. <laughs> Number five is me. Okay. Um, Number five comes to us from uh, AR Wrestling Rope Shoot. Very good name. Um. They are in our premium Discord channel, like you can be, if you would like to subscribe to our Patreon at the $10 a month level. Uh, you too can submit stories and have a silly name. Um, by the way, shout out to Dream Animal, who submitted a story about otters that we did last week that uh, didn't get didn't get their name shouted out because someone else submitted it and we saw that one. Uh, so thank you, Dream Animal. Anyway, this story from AR Wrestling Rope Shoot um, is from Scotland. Uh, so if anybody wants to do another, uh, Mike Myers impression, this, this would be the time. Um, this guy, Ronnie Humphreys, great name, excellent name. Uh, he found what he says is a four and a half pound lump of ambergris, uh, AKA whale puke. It's like, you know, when you like puke and it's like that slime when your like stomach's empty, Mm. this is like the whale version of that. But unlike... The human slime, theirs smells really good. Um, actually, yeah, the, the weird thing about ambergris is that it it doesn't smell good. It yeah, smells it's like good a fixative, in the tiniest. Right? Well, it it's a fixative, but it also has like kind of a nice musky smell to it. But you have to use like the tiniest, tiniest bit of it because 
a chunk of it stinks. It like smells really bad, but if a little smells... bit gives this like animalic nice smell to it. And if you use too much of it, then the whales smell it and they come to take it back. They they yeah. all swarm you. They're like, you have you something that belongs to us. Yeah, the you whale know, like, elders. When you, when you smell puke, it makes you want to puke. That's what happens if you go near a whale wearing too much. Mm. It's actually how they <laughs> harvest it. Yeah, and the whale goes, oh, I'm on a, I'm on a. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get it. They just have to keep grossing out whales. <laughs> yeah. That's the ambergris harvesting Pee, process. Poo poo, bad smell. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to go. <laughs> Um, they I make think the that, whale. I they think, make the whales do a power hour, so it makes them. They're, yeah. they're very. They're really full of beer. <laughs> they make. They the do, whales make, play Edward Forty Fins. Uh, <laughs> they do yeah. that thing where the whales have to eat a Chipotle burrito and then run a mile. Then, then they ha- harvest <laughs> all the ambergris off the track. Yeah, um, but yeah. So uh, they used to. This used to be a thing they hunted whales for, but now you can't do that. So it's even more valuable because you basically can you only get real ambergris when it's like washing up on the beach like this. Otherwise, they have synthetic chemicals that they use instead. Um, But this guy claims he found a big chunk of it. And again, to give you an idea of how expensive it is, how little you need for perfume and all that stuff, uh, this four and a half pound chunk of ambergris, if that is in fact what it is, is worth over fifty thousand dollars. So pretty good find. Pretty good find, yeah. Um, Big for Ronnie Humphrey. This will, this will help his uh, his classic rock band get off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Hide the money, There's poor people yeah. around. Here comes a Don't seven hear... string bass for Ronnie Humphreys. <laughs> Don't hear about Ronnie's that much anymore. Kind of, kind of vintage. I feel like when I think of Ronnie, I think of um, uh, the Mr. Show sketch. Uh, That's sure. like my main. I run, think of Shy Ronnie, but also there's a, ro- a comic Shy named Ronnie. Ronnie that runs a show, so that pops in my head. But Ronnie, who runs a show, uh, yeah, show yeah, Ronnie they not, call him. Ronnie, J- Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie James Dio. Yep, Ronnie it's James his Dio. show. Check out Ronnie James Dio. <laughs> he does stand up now. He's yep. running a show he's from dead. Beyond the Grave. That's correct. Yeah. He's dead for he's looked dead years. for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so this guy, he found some ambergris, although there is, uh, people are contesting whether this is actually ambergris or not. Uh, the, there's controversy. If he got it tested, some people are saying it's ambergris. Uh, some people are saying this is literally just sewage. This is not, this is not the whale kind. Uh, let the buyer decide what's the difference. You know, sewage grease. That's what they said it was, which is nasty. <laughs> Even you know, like, like a like a fatberg yeah. situation. A fat, I think it's a fatberg, which begs the question: If a fatberg smells like ambergris, why aren't they just putting a little bit of poop in perfumes? Why isn't that the way to go? Because that's like a totally renewable resource. There is always always going to be poop. You know? Do they smell? Is that a thing that they? Sp- I, I thought they were like horrific plagues upon a whole city block. What? Fatbergs. I don't think they smell like it's I don't more think that they, they smell clog super strong. The, uh, the pipes, yeah. I think, is more of a problem. It's mm. not because they're stinky; it's because they clog, and uh, so they weren't clogging the ocean. Um, but yeah, they said it's degraded oil from wastewater. Uh, this is a spokesperson from Ambergris Europe, who is their uh, a, a, like the certifying body. I imagine they're sort of like you know those like bluefin tuna auctions. Yeah. Why don't they I make the like plane out of is, that ambergris? 
That's right. <laughs> Amber Green. I think it, I think that's another way to say it. I think the robot might be right on that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, uh, the robot has a very... Amber gr- IS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, the robot has a um, very specific Louisiana accent. Very, very... Ambo Green. <laughs> yeah. Precious Ambo Green. Um, yeah. So... Uh, I, I imagine, yeah, that this ambergris Europe is uh, like the bluefin tuna auction. So everybody's just like bidding on these chunks of uh, whale puke. Um, they have a website called ambergris.eu, and uh, it you can you can buy some tinctures from them if anybody wants a little bit of this, a little keepsake. Yeah. Uh, and they do, yeah, they do identification. So I will also say I think it's pretty fair to be doubtful of Ronnie. Because, as you said, it's an incredibly rare substance that I assume only, like, professional perfumers have ever seen in any quantity. So for him to just right. find, you guys can't see this picture. It looks, it's a big gray lump. <laughs> like for It's him weird to- if he saw it and was like, is that ambergris? Like, that would not pop into your head. Basically, the description, I picked it, he's, he was looking for crabs. And uh, then he stepped on it and he, he said he picked it up and kind of knew what it was. It was like, did you? Why would that? If I did that, I would be Ronnie, like, oh, this is probably some trash. This is probably a piece of shit. This so, is debris. Amber debris, perhaps. Not yeah. ambergris. Yeah. yeah. Looking for crabs on the beach. Ronnie, based on your name, look within for crabs, perhaps. You I have think. the name of someone who might have them. <laughs> He's, you know. We, we don't know. Wow. He's got a cool camo hoodie on in here. <laughs> He's storing the ambergris yeah, in tin nice. foil, which, sure, I guess. It seems fine. <laughs> on the, on the Wikipedia... Came... The wi- go, ahead. go ahead. Well, the Wikipedia no, entry, uh, the first photo of, of the stuff is uh, like three pieces of it in a bowl, like someone's about to dig in, which I don't care for. Yum, yum. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, ambergris.eu says that it uh, it used to be used in cooking. It's delicious. It nasty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it stuff. says uh, throughout the Middle Ages, it was used in stews, pies, creams, and jams. So, no thanks. Yeah. Um, we're also like, yeah, but great. at that time, they were also using just like pig blood in a lot That's of stuff. True. So, it's like, yeah. Charles II enjoyed it sprinkled over eggs. Nasty. Uh, just yeah, get invent hot sauce, dude. Get out of here with this. <laughs> Why don't you just invent hot sauce? Yeah. All you have to do is leave peppers around for a while, and you're basically yeah. halfway there. Go conquer the island of pretty... Tabasco, buddy. Get, get that Yeah, done. I think peppers were like pretty new at that point in Europe. They really like... For a moment. <laughs> the... I feel like the new world really got shortchanged in that Colombian exchange. They really yeah. did not get much compared to what they gave the Marie Europeans. Marie Antoinette enjoyed daily hot chocolate made with cocoa, vanilla, ambergris, and water. Well, through another reason, throw it on the pile. I mean, that to me sounds like notes in a perfume. So, like, that might be okay. I feel like that might be all I, right. I feel like most of these are complete recipes for stuff that just also have ambergris in them that you didn't need to put in there. This is They're just like sure. pot roast, and they were like... We're really rich, so we're <laughs> right. This is just the Salt Bay gold shit, yeah. like a gold yeah. steak. Gold leaf, yeah. exactly, yeah. It's like, oh, we found an ancient recipe for beef stew, and it's like beef, tomatoes, onions, ambergris. And it's like, well, <laughs> we tried it without the ambergris, and it turns it was out it wasn't good. Let's eat ambergris. What? Somebody be like, let me eat ambergris. Mm, That's what he said. Yeah. But I didn't know who. Yeah. 
send yeah. us some amber if you're if you're an ambergris hoarder give us a if piece. you'd like to send us some we will we would be we would i'll be put it in hot chocolate it. i don't give a fuck i'd like to sell it sure why not we'll make a signature scent we'll add it to our web store <laughs> Ooh, what would the what a time to be alive signature scent be diet coke french Notes onion soup french onion <laughs> soup <laughs> buffalo chicken rollers yeah mm, delicious <laughs> it would smell like the inside of a 7-Eleven, I feel like. Yeah. There were Delicious. smells. I mean, you know when you smell that smell, you're going to get some Sour Patch Watermelon. So yeah. The inside kinda... of a 7-Eleven smells like opportunity to me. Opportunity for a nice <laughs> snack. <laughs> Folks, if you like this episode, you should check out our bonus episode by subscribing at patreon.com slash whatatimepod. We have an episode every week, and this week we start off by me telling everyone about a secret trip that I went on to a place to meet a bunch of animals, including holding an otter's hand. Also, someone finally cracked the chemical code on what's in those subway drips. And I give everyone an upsetting fact about the animals that live in New York City tap water. So check that out, especially if you don't live here, because it might gross you out if you do. Should we do number four? Let's do it. Let's do it. Number four. Uh, number four, this comes to us from XSIM in the Discord. Uh, thank you, XSIM. Uh, this is another discovery. People be discovering stuff this week so far. Um, uh, check out the beaches, everyone. Things are things be washing up. Yeah. Week. Check out the beaches or alternatively check out the inside of your walls, uh, which is what mm. this person did uh, in Australia. They were getting some that work sounds done. like a message someone receives when they are off their psychiatric meds. <laughs> Not from, my podcast told me to check out what's inside my walls. Yeah, like what well, yeah. here? <laughs> um, basically, a like a literally a Lovecraft story. Rats in the walls. Like let's let's go, let's check it out. Yeah, here's a hot tip. See what's in that wall. Just give yeah. it a little sledgehammer. Tap. Maybe, maybe it'll be a bunch. Of, maybe it'll be a bunch of teeth. <laughs> you fellas, maybe every- it'll be teeth. <laughs> You fellas ever hear that uh, heartbeat under your floorboards? <laughs> Discussing that on my podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, there, there's people in this house in Australia, um, and they were getting some work done on their house. They were having their windows replaced, and um, as they were having it replaced, uh, they, something fell out from between the walls and landed on the ground, and everyone was looking at it, and it looked like insulation, but it looked like very... It didn't look like any sort of insulation that any of them were familiar with. They weren't like, you know, like, it's not like your pink sort of classic. It's not a good old your asbestos. Tasty co- lung cancer cotton candy. Yeah, not the forbidden cotton candy. Um, they're looking at it and they're like, well, this looks like a weird, um, you know, and then they're like, well, old uh, houses and stuff used to use horse hair, apparently, for insulation. And they're like, well, mm. what if it's horse hair? But then they're look- they kept looking at it and go, you know, it looks a little too fine to be horse hair. And then they remembered. Like where this is going. <laughs> and then they remembered that before they'd moved in, uh, this was a home salon. And then they did realize <laughs> that there was ten kilograms of human hair stashed everywhere in the walls as insulation. Which I mean, it does insulate. There's a reason animals are so damn furry. Uh, but yeah, not not something you definitely want to have made the decision to use as insulation and not to discover. Is it almost like if you've been really warm in that house, it almost makes it gross in retrospect. You're like, oh, yeah. the, last I was so cozy last winter. Gross. In my nest, my <laughs> yeah. hair nest. A literal nest. This sort of nest. reminds me of like, you know, how, um, in, in old buildings, 
in the in the like bathroom mirror it, like in the in the medicine cabinet there's, there's a like lady a behind you put... <laughs> <laughs> yeah like in old houses you look in the mirror and there's a lady behind you yeah uh what does she want <laughs> yeah she has her hand out but she won't tell me what i'm supposed to put in there um <laughs> but no they have little slots uh for razor blades yeah like when you yeah. were done shaving you'd put your little razor blade i wonder if this salon just had like a hair hole like yeah and then when that got filled up to the top, they would like cut another one or something, mm, like this... a garbage chute. But it just goes inside your wall. Yeah, you hair hole, <laughs> hair's <laughs> holes full. <laughs> one. Yeah. I yeah. just don't know how it gets in the wall. Is my is my question? Yeah, there's it's like uh, those those things in um you know in bathrooms where they have the sharps containers for like uh, needles and stuff. Mm. And then it just I feel like it's got that same sort of creepy thing where there's like an intrusive thought where you're like bunch of sharp stuff we'll see in what's there. in there yeah i kind of want to stick my hand in there <laughs> part of my brain you telling me wanna, you're not getting you their deposit back i dropped my retainer mom i dropped my retainer in the sharp container thing? that's what you want i mean i don't want to but i wonder what i just would happen. i've never had that intrusive thought particularly mm. i've never mm. been like i have been like i want to see what's in there yeah. I want to see. Maybe it's a con and someone's hiding money in there. Let me maybe see there's those a sharps. gun in there. Yeah, let me see those someone's sharps. About to do a hit mafia style, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, to be clear, I'm Pull not like, ooh, out. it would feel good. It's just one of those. It's like the old, like, yeah. you're, walking, you're walking by the edge of a, you know, big drop or something, and there's just like one yeah. part of your what if I like, What if? Yeah. Wouldn't that be crazy? What, <laughs> like, if, what if I jumped on the subway tracks? Yeah, I I feel like there's probably been an instance of someone doing that and then immediately being like, I don't know why I'm down here. My bad. <laughs> trying yeah. to get. Oh, it. no. Help me. <laughs> Whoops. Gotta Big be, mistake. Yeah. I listen. I let the thoughts win. Sorry. I came down here to get all these left AirPods and now I need help getting out. <laughs> <laughs> Got nothing but yeah. left AirPods down here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they they uh, they <laughs> this is the the. First of all, is such an insane. I forget that this is a word for a job, except that there's one kind of near me. And every time I walk by it, I'm like, oh, yeah, a glazier of like a glass person, window maker. What do they do? They make they do windows? windows, glazier, yeah, like glass. Uh, and there's, yeah. a, I don't want to say what the name of the glazier is. I guess is, we haven't really updated that job. Yeah. They're not, they're not, you know, Kinda we just got enough thing windows. we still need. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, but the, the glazier, apparently, they offered to remove the hair for them. Uh, they found more. They found more bags of it in the roof and stuff. Um, I if I would just definitely be like, that would be a super, very much not in my job description moment for me. I'd be like, yeah, yeah I'm, I do yeah. windows. I'm, I'm not a, a hairier. Person. I'm not a, you know, what do you, who do you get? You call a barber. You have to have a barber. Like send Barbers that, are qualified. Yeah, send that little barber in training that sweeps. And bring him over here. Let me get it. It's like a it's like a sushi chef. You have to sweep hair in the barber shop for ten years before they let you cut anyone's hair. Barber um, also kind of an old timey job, like glazier. Like, yeah. aren't there like weird barber? There's like they should let them do surgery lore. again. I think. Yeah, I let feel them. like you still have to like learn how to do some stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Why'd you take away? Why'd you? Why did surgeons get to do all the surgery now? Barbers are doing it before. <laughs> Why are do they a couple confining things. surgery to the surgeons? Surgeons are stealing our jobs. Let them, let them saw off a limb. What's the big deal? 
Yeah. Take a little off the top and a little off the bottom. Right at the knee. Right. Give me a chop. Let him at least do the bait. Like, let him at least, like, take out corns and stuff. Like, I don't, I'm not saying they need to do heart transplants, but, like, yeah, let him, if you got, like, some mole you need taken off you, a barber should be able to do that. You don't need another. If you're just chopping off little stuff, let the barber do that, in my opinion. I want to watch, I see, like, a graph of, like, like concurrent listeners, and then when you say corns, it drops once, and then when you say moles, it drops again. <laughs> We're talking <laughs> about all the little growths. The human body is natural. All the little growths. That's what this podcast is about. <laughs> yeah, we're very corn I've, positive here. Cor- I mean, corn, definitely one of the worst ones, for sure. Yeah. I won't go into this further. People are going to get mad. <laughs> if I if I ask you to rank all of the little stuff that's on you, I don't mm. think people would like that. <laughs> I am thinking about it, though. I have a I, ranking in my head. I th- you know what? I think that's a solid intuition. I think that's a, I think that's a great <laughs> instinct that people do not want to hear. Talking about bo- I'm making the list. We're talking about boobos again. Back to We're boobos. We're talking about boobos. <laughs> Boobo's definitely Kathy's, near the bottom, least yeah, desirable. Pretty far down there. Did you know the Eurasian eagle owl, of which Flacco is one, its Latin name is Boobo Boobo. That is uh-huh. nice. Boobo. Boobo Boobo. Is that because of the noise it makes? What's the? No, it's just la- the... it's the, the you know it's like the Latin name. I'm not sure. I'm not sure Latin why. Latin for owl. I mean Spanish. El Bujo. Discuss this. Duolingo. It, it was a French. It was a French French zoologist is the one. It's Latin. Yeah, I'm not sure. So anyway, yeah, Bubo Bubo. Well, uh, what were we talking about? Hair, human hair, hair in the walls. walls. Yeah, barbers uh, do surgery, etc. Yeah. So they they've <laughs> they've they've taken they took all the hair out. Um, uh, they they do think there is more hair in the house, most likely, because they got it out where they were doing the work, and they've sort of said. Uh, that area was a long way from the access hole in the ceiling, so I think I'm thinking if they've crawled all the way over there to put it in, they've probably put it elsewhere as well. Um, That's what I don't get is like, how is it getting up there? I get where it comes from, I get why, but like, are you just like knocking holes in your wall and shoving it in there and then patching them up? Seems like they might have been cramming hair in the walls. I'm not gonna lie here; it does seem like they may have been using it as cheap insulation. I, you know, effective. Yeah, for sure. I just don't want like anything with DNA in it in my walls. Like that's mm-hmm. already a loss. That's already test it no all. Good. No organic matter, please. Yeah, send 23 me a bag of this stuff. I know where it's from. Whose hair it's is all this? from murderers? <laughs> all of the hair is from criminals. Yeah. Uh, well, it's Australia, right? So. Isn't that, you know, is that still a thing? If you go far back enough. Mm -hmm. It's definitely not still a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Australia is not currently a penal colony. Yeah. Well, I don't know what they're doing over there. Um, What are you guys doing over there? That's why they all come here and stay in the hostels. They're escaping. Go to comedy shows. (laughs) Come here, go to hostels, go to comedy shows, throw up. (laughs) The, The Australian tourist experience. Yeah. Well, they got the hair out of here. There's also a fun little fact in here that I didn't want to know, so now you have to know that apparently they've also used a bunch of stockings filled with human hair to clean up oil spills before, which Ah. there's got to be a better way. Ooh, my hair wouldn't work for that. I'm Italian. Does not absorb (laughs) grease. It only produces grease. Yeah. Olive oil spill in the goddamn ocean. (laughs) All over those little ducks. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. (laughs) Should we do number three? Number three. Speaking of... Number three. Speaking of Mamma Mia, uh, this is I. 
I don't know if this is true. I'm just going to... I'm going to get ahead of the allegations here. Um, but I, I bet... I just feel like perhaps there are some embellishments. But I guess I can see it. Okay, so uh, this is this story comes to us uh, from uh, AR Wrestling Rope Shoot, once again. Um, the... This is in the Daily Mirror, and it's one of those articles where they're just explaining a Reddit post and not linking to it, which, sure. gotta love it. Easy day for uh, for your Daily Mirror correspondent, uh, whose name is Paige Freshwater. That's fake. That's an AI. <laughs> this is AI. No one wrote this. Yeah. Written by no one. I um, love I love when they do the uh, when they do the thing. They they do it in, like the post too, where uh, they'll have a talking taking to Reddit. And Reddit is yeah. a link, but it's just a link yes. to like the tag for Reddit on their site. That's what happened with this one. I just like, it's not that it hard to make a link. Post. Like it's not that hard to include a link. Like the no, we refuse to give and no free clout uh, for the yeah. source of our stories. <laughs> exactly. The source um, is well, me I mean, when I, I wrote this. I was going to click away, so I get it, I guess. But it's like I still looked at all your bullshit chum ads. I'm not going to buy this one piece swimsuit that uh, the internet thinks I really want. Um, I'm not going to buy. What are my other ads for today? Laundry, laundry detergent. No, thanks. I already got some of that. Don't need more. Don't need to order it from the internet. Uh, that's weird. Anyway, um, the story uh, was apparently posted on Reddit. Uh, it was a boyfriend, a girlfriend. They were going on a trip, which already kind of a, a big test traveling with a, with a partner. I feel like is, you really like learn some stuff about people in that situation, I think, because like things are going to be weird and things are going to go wrong and you're not going to like not everything is going to be totally seamless and you're going to see somebody deal with being frustrated in a way that like you might not in uh, in another context. Mm-hmm. This person clearly had a more stressful time than uh, maybe they anticipated uh, because the the author of this post, the boyfriend, um he describes his girlfriend who brought a lasagna on board to eat during the flight. Uh, and it stunk up the entire plane. His girlfriend is Garfield. <laughs> yeah. His girlfriend is Garfield. My orange He's cat dating girlfriend. Garfield. <laughs> I'm dating Garfield and I'm bringing him on a vacation. Yeah. He's coming to meet my, meet my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so she she ate a whole lasagna, which I guess this is what I'm confused about. It says she ordered the lasagna at the airport. You can't get a lasagna at the airport. Certainly Sparrow. not a whole lasagna. Sparrow. Yeah, we're talking a slice. You're not, unless she went to Sbarro and she was like, I'll take the tray. Yeah. I'm yeah. buying you out. Pull like, that thing out of the warm water and <laughs> hand it to me. How many is that? 16? <laughs> I'll take them all. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, square up your lower <laughs> back and huck that shit over the sneeze garden. I got a long flight. So I was thinking I would have Just a cheeky the... spag ball, but instead <laughs> I'll have a <laughs> lasagna ending in E for some reason. Yeah. That's what we do here. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the like the most exhausted, most like end of his rope uh, sub- airport Sabaro employee really appreciates somebody doing a bit with them and saying, I'll take it. It's like, you want my job? I'm leaving. So cool. I hope the it you meant was employment at the Sabaros. That's that's how it gets staffed up. It's like the Santa Claus. Someone does a bit and then you have your curse. You make make someone quit. Then you magically uh, become an employee. 
Oh, it's like well, it's, when you it's said it's like, it was like the Santa follows. Claus, I was like, you knocking a, a Sparrow employee off the off your roof, and they I mean, die? That, if if they quit, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So anyway, she got a lasagna. Apparently, this is England, I think. So, you know, maybe maybe they you can buy a whole lasagna at at Heathrow. I don't know. I'd imagine a Heathrow lasagna is probably a pretty dire food item. One of the layers is uh, what uh, blood pudding or, or yeah. something. Yeah, jellied yeah. eels. They're jellied <laughs> eels in the middle of it. This pick, but it's Garfield's arm. <laughs> Shelby sent us one of those stock photos of like the lady on vacation, and she's holding the man's hand, and the man is taking a picture. Uh, but yeah. it's Garfield. And it's just yeah. Garfield, and that's nice. Mm-hmm. That is nice. That's uh, Abu yeah. Dhabi. That's actually they're going to get normal. They say they, they, they that's that's where they are. <laughs> it's said normal to Abu Dhabi. Um, I never really got what the they deal gotta was break with him normal. out because he normal had a tiny nug of weed in his luggage, <laughs> so now he's in jail for thirty <laughs> years. So they have to go break him out. Yeah, normal's getting uh, cavity searched in in the special room. Uh, yeah, Gar- yeah, Garfield hid drugs on normal. Well, classic Garfield prank because Garfield he's prank. <laughs> yeah, he loves it. Gar- he loves to classic plant Garfield drugs prank. On normal. Plant drugs on normal or kick you off a table. Those two classic pranks <laughs> Garfield is known for. Um, I think that this like it being like a quote whole lasagna, entire lasagna is like bullshit. But I do. I have seen people eat insane stuff on planes before, and I have made yeah. at least one mistake where I was eating something that wasn't insane. But as soon as I like. I definitely was like, oh, I have to go to the gate. And then I was like, oh, this is not ideal. I've yeah. like eaten Shake Shack on a tray and it's like not, it's not I've subtle. Definitely, I've definitely ha- I've eaten a, like a spicy chicken on the plane and like, I don't feel great about that. But lasagna, I think kind of notably smelly. Um, definitely. I mean, it's no filet of fish or anything. Yeah. I don't think it's I don't, like, I don't think it I don't smells think it, yeah, so much that everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're doing this. Like, that's a little... I mean, I don't love when I'm not hungry. I don't love that, like, pizza smell. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's kind of I don't know. Yeah. I, you, I just think you don't want to in an airplane. You don't want to smell anything in a confined space. Mm-hmm. It's like wearing an itchy sweater or something, but for your nose. Yeah. Like there's no escaping it, you know? Yeah. I, but like, I think it's, yeah. The thing is like, like a tomato cheese smell is like, just like, that's just food smell. You know, it's not, not like a, yeah. someone's a like, I got a in tub there. of relish or whatever. Yeah. You know, nothing crazy. Yeah. What's your, what's your like, I, I let's take fish out of the equation. Cause I feel like fish is the clear Clear Fish winner is slash crazy, loser. Yeah. What is like the the food you would least like to be smelling someone eating on a plane? Um, I've had on a bus. I had someone like with like a hot dog with like a lot of relish and mustard, oh, and I have like hot a, dog is bad already. I, I have like a big problem with like yellow mustard. Like the smell does just make me sick. So yeah, that's 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 pretty far up there. That's I think hot dog would, smell is worse. Like I really unless I'm bad. the one eating a hot dog. Big thumbs down to a hot dog. Yeah. Smell. It was one of those things where you prefer that. By far, you prefer it. Yeah. <laughs> Best by far, uh, bring an orange. Everybody loves that. That's not even Give food, everyone though. a nice... An orange is not food? It's a. F- it's just a thing. It's not like a meal, you know? I almost think someone's like... Love to know what kind of categorization is going on in your mind. Yeah, yeah. You, can't even, <laughs> you can't even bring your, your own orange. You have to get handed that by your mom out of like a little <laughs> cold bag. You, know, one of you those have to have won bags. a soccer game. Yeah. And you then, cannot, then you only you get, get a slice. A slice. Yeah. yeah, you cannot be given your own. Or- you cannot bring your own orange. It has to be given to you after you say that you're hungry. 
Eli you know? currently suffering from scurvy. Just mm-hmm. I'm recording this from his deathbed. Yeah. At least it wasn't like that time when I kicked a wall and then I said my foot hurt and everyone said I had gout for like four weeks on the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, there's a fucking Occam's razor here. It's the probably King's from when disease. I kicked the wall. Yeah, Kings didn't get their disease from he, kicking the wall. He ate too many oysters and then he kicked the wall because he was upset that he ran out of oysters mm-hmm. and then he got gout. Just slamming those sea boogers. Just, yeah. Ooh, boy. I love to pay a premium for the feeling of a big booger sliding down my throat. Not an oyster fan. Funny thing to bring on a plane, though. Funny thing to bring on a plane. Very funny thing to bring on a plane. My friend used to work at a a restaurant that had oysters, and she had a very funny bit about someone who came in and ordered oysters to go. And how funny (laughs) she thought that was. Uh, Just trying to, like, balance them in your car, like, on the Uh little app shell as you drive away. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's. I like would a, do it. I love oysters. Like a cardboard version. They don't really version. keep though. Yeah, they're like Famously. literally alive when you eat them. <laughs> they like yeah. really don't keep well. Don't keep as in the fresh ones sometimes make you violently ill. <laughs> Even <laughs> yeah. some of them have already not kept. Yeah, hitting turbulence and the little dish of red shit that you spoon onto it just going all over the person next to you. <laughs> oh no, my mignonette! <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, my mignonette. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Hang on, let me check. By the way, the Googling person with how oysters... to get minionette out of shirt. <laughs> <laughs> minionette stain tricks. Uh, what is the yeah. proper gift to apologize for spilling minionette on my seat partner? I won't tell you but what it's not. More minionette. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> um, but that comic who has that joke was Avery Moore. I should have said that. Who's been on uh, the podcast. She's very funny. Um, yeah, just oyster is a very funny thing to bring on a plane. Um I, although, Turning like, to the person the... next to you as the plane is going down and they're eating an oyster. <laughs> <laughs> they're celebrating. They they're getting ready to champagne. fuck. It's like, hey, <laughs> smoke them if you got them. Yeah. Like, you had them? Or you had them? You got them? <laughs> Do you just have this on you? Yeah. Placing an oyster into the mouth of someone in front of a firing squad and tipping it back. <laughs> One <laughs> last go, ride. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, oysters, though, like one of the n- least smelly of the seafoods it's like one of the more considerate things to bring on a plane i think yeah, yeah. It's like if you have you know, you know nobody wants scallops or something going on in there scallops it's... are one of the worst yeah tucking yeah. into my lobster tail in yeah. economy on <laughs> spirit airlines seared scallops yeah yeah not not great not a fan of scallops in general uh but Big yeah fan of scallops i love i love all smelly foods as long as there's proper ventilation pretty yeah. much everything smelly i'm i'm into Bringing a pot of bouillabaisse onto the plane with me. <laughs> Cracking it open. Cheese. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh. Yeah, I think I, I think definitely like the fish is the worst. Apart from that, hot dog I think might be my vote. I'd rather yeah. have stinky cheese than hot dog even. Digging my mezzaluna into my big wheel of gorgonzola and cracking it open on my tray table. Just doing tra- doing your own cacio e pepe. You've got the wheel of cheese and you're just, you're just mixing it up in the in wheel there. Making table-side guacamole for my row on the plane. <laughs> the flight attendants are yelling at me to move, but I'm in the middle of mashing my avocados for my row. Yeah. Beside myself, that I forgot the uh, anchovies to put in my table-side Caesar that I'm yeah. <laughs> Plane starting to go down in my large traditional stone pestle, just flying around the cab and braining people. Is that it the is pestle like- or the mortar? Which one's which? Uh, the mortar is the banger. The pestle is the holder, I think. 
Why not just call it a banger what, and a holder? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> banger and holder. Rename. Say that to me is like one of the weirdest fancy food current trends of having like a show at your table when you order certain things. I can't imagine any situation in which that isn't just painfully awkward. Yeah. And to just and have then, someone and, and doing that for take you. Take video with the flash on yeah. post on TikTok or whatever. <laughs> Well, and that's already fucked up because no food looks good with your fucking flashlight on. It looks like a crime scene. Oh, <laughs> hang on, I, hang on. I got to get this cheese pull, man. But the, <laughs> I mean, it gets Nasty. people to go to the restaurant, though. There's a, there was a whole article about this. We're like, Not they, me. they, uh, you know, it drives traffic, so that so they'll they'll put up with you know. I'm not going. I'm not making awkward small talk with a guy who's on the clock making my fucking unveiling my cheeseburger. With like a steak knife? No, thank you. To be fair, Get I don't think here. that they want you to make small talk with them either. Like while they're yeah. in the middle of the guacamole, and you're like, it's so, so awkward. What you just the- sit there silently with your date while they yeah. like put on a little parade for your steak that you ordered. No, thank you. you there's, a, there, there's, there's a place not too far from us. That's a relatively new place, uh, and they uh, they do a tableside tiramisu, which I thought, which which is kind of fun. We got it because we wanted tiramisu, and it was like a I nice little like thing. I feel like tiramisu is better when it sits. Yeah. It, it soaks up more of the stuff. I don't want a fresh tiramisu. The ladyfingers are still crunchy. No, thank you. Well, I'd rather have a lasagna on a plane. Mm-hmm. Tableside like, lasagna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Layer, build it It's next very to uncomfortable. Me. You have to sit right next to the oven that's at it's like 500 hot. degrees. Very hot yeah. back there. I've, I've, we personally I'm know wrapping some tableside starburst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put it in my mouth for me. <laughs> I guess oysters have a little bit of that because they have to shuck them for you. But yeah, they usually do that sort of backstage, you know. <laughs> yeah, stage left, backstage. Keep it, you know. It's a guy. There's a. They have somebody wearing all black who shucks the oysters so that you like pretend mm-hmm. not to see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Should we do number two? Let's do it. So wait. So what <laughs> happened with this? Okay. Well, too late. <laughs> what the, happened with the lasagna? Nothing. Nothing not, happened. Like the the, was the girlfriend like a, was just like, I don't see a problem, and the guy was like, oh, yeah. It's a problem. Everyone's being weird to us about it. The guys like, Lisa, like, you're embarrassing us. The yeah. flight the the <laughs> flight attendant did apparently say, uh, where is it? It was like passive aggressive. It's uh, the the flight attendant just approached and said, Oh, you're the person eating lasagna. We can smell <laughs> it throughout the whole plane, and then walked away. <laughs> That's not passive aggressive. That's just Oh, you're the one we can <laughs> all smell. All right. The, see ya. the intent is there. I would argue it's <laughs> the message has been made clear. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, number number two. two. Part two. Number two. Number two is uh this was sent to us by Sensual Good Day, mate. Uh from the Discord. I don't know if I'm supposed to say sensual good day, mate, or I'm supposed to say good day, mate, sensually, in which case, too bad. Pay up before I do that. Behind a paywall. Yeah. Um, and this is a follow-up uh, of a story from a while, while back, the way I remember. Uh, if everybody remembers um, that uh, Biden, one of uh, Biden's dogs, Major, was biting all the Secret Service agents. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was going crazy. He was doing... <laughs> yeah, was. that's his uh, attack phrase. That's mm-hmm. his mentoring candidate. He just goes nuts activated. on the Secret Service guys. <laughs> Major activated. Uh, so it, it got to be enough of a problem that Major was <laughs> moved 
off out of the White House to a black site, I assume. I don't know where. They put him <laughs> in the Red Reddington Cube. That's where he is. Um, but they replaced him with a, a new German Shepherd puppy. Again, the focus on German Shepherds, not, not uncomfortable. <laughs> I feel like when someone gets multiple German Shepherds, you're always like, why don't you get like one not super They're scary? Nice. They're nice, but like there's a, you know... I feel like if I see someone walking two German Shepherds, I have nothing against the dogs. I do have a question for the person where I'm like, why do you want to look like the back of a black T-shirt worn by a neo-Nazi? Like, why? Yeah, but they're like rescue dogs, right? So, like, it's not like it's, you know, he's not. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I just feel like most people I know who have, like, German Shepherds or who've had a string of German Shepherds. It's usually because they're like, I grew up with one. Like, it's usually fine. Yeah, I, I think my it's worry is multiples. how much are you vacuuming because they shed a lot. Yeah, so yeah, I might not true. be going to your house. But. Yeah, the White House covered in but so they they replaced Major <laughs> was moved out, uh, and then they brought in a puppy, a new German Shepherd puppy that they named Commander. Um, and since then, this happened in uh, two years ago, twenty twenty one, and now Commander has grown up. And has filled the shoes left by Major, and Commander is now biting Secret Service agents. So clearly, there is some. I'm sort sensing of- a pattern here, and it's the constant here is the Secret Service agents. So, yeah. look, not say not not trying to victim blame here, but there is one variable that has not been you know dealt with here. Yeah, what are stop they wearing? Deli meat lined jackets? What's going on here? Yeah, stop they all Secret Service shoes. members are required to smell like ham. That is mm-hmm. part of it. Well, they got to bring Biden his ham, so they're they're they always smell like ham because they're bringing. Oh him his, man, the ham attendant really has a problem with this. His dog. Three meals a day of ham that he loves so much, uh, you know. Can't get enough of it. <laughs> just nothing but just full ones with the cloves in it and everything. That's all he eats is a full ham mm. three times a day. Cartoon um, bone sticking out the butt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With the little little baby hat on it, the bone hat, the cloves, the whole kitten caboodle as far as ham goes. Straight out of a normal Rockwell painting. Um, but yeah, so also it's clear like, I don't know, like, are you just never telling the dog not to bite the Secret Service agents? Because it's like, if you've had it since day one, you've had a lot of time to establish what is not acceptable behavior. And it feels well, like at the very least. Let's be clear on who least, you is here, because it is not Joe Biden. <laughs> Yeah, it is well, a person whose job it is to get these dogs to not bite people. Yeah, seems well, like they're not doing great. Yeah, that's this is they got to drain the swamp. These people who these politicians will not get they don't can't do their job of getting dogs not to bite all the Secret Service agents. Will you um, say that? But apparently, this news comes from like a conservative activist organization, so they mm-hmm. are trying to use it to be like, see, Joe Biden can't even control his dogs. Yeah, let well, alone they, the American people. This is this is from AP. So, uh, but the people that that like d- found this out were like oh, Justice oh, Watch or something. Like conservative watchdog group, very literal conservative watchdog group. I do like they're the, watching the dogs. The title, yeah. Well, the, yeah. Judicial Watch is classic. That's the uh, the guy who uh, Tom Fitton, who never wears a shirt. That's Fitton. Uh, it's like three <laughs> sizes too small. And his, his eyes are like a millimeter apart from each other. He's a great Google <laughs> Tom. Cool. Google Tom Fitton for to look at a real a real classic character um, in the in the in the American political system. Real Dick Tracy villain vibes. It sounds they like. file like a bunch oh, of FOIA yeah, requests. He's, uh, he's he the guy. Like hot. a real 
He sounds hot. He looks like um he kind of looks like Stephen Baldwin to me. He's he, got like off-brand Baldwin a bit. He's um he's got the uh he's the guy that one of the people that was it was reported that like Trump wasn't listening to his lawyers but he was listening to this guy about like not giving back the classified documents cuz this guy was like, you know, <laughs> nice to him online or whatever. You know, the, yeah. just a classic guy. Yeah. So they file all kinds of these requests for these kinds of things so that, you know, uh yeah. Yeah, that's that's part of what I like about this the uh, the the classic like very political sounding. Okay, title. Tom, shoot the dog. I guess you know <laughs> uh, you got his ass. Yeah, what you do you cracked want? the fucking case, man. <laughs> um, also, I'm... I feel like this is really um, this is very hypocritical because I feel like I don't know maybe th- this. I mean, this is almost certainly anecdotal because it is only my experience, but I do feel like. Uh, the more f- the further right your politics, the more likely you are to have a wildly out of control dog. <laughs> like that just that is my experience. Anytime you're like, oh, he's friendly. It, it is like, as Eli said, a like unsocialized German shepherd that is off leash and uh, mm-hmm. terrifying. That is yeah. I just feel like the call might be coming from inside the house. Yeah. Just a sandlot level slamming a, a, an invisible dog slamming against wood fencing with a Trump sign on it. I can definitely see that. Um, yeah, but I, I like this title. Biden's dog commander has bitten Secret Service officers 10 times in four months, comma, records show. It was <laughs> like, well, they're not like keeping records on that. You know, you make it sound like they're like, yeah, like you, you got into the HQ and got away with the binder of where they just make a check mark on the days that the dog bit a Secret Service member. What are the, um, what are the other animals he has? Uh, goldfish. Um, he has, I, well, he a has ferret. a cat, I think. Do that? Yeah, iguana. The first bird. ferret. We need. <laughs> Biden seems like he would have a snake. <laughs> America needs like we need a our first bird guy president. That's what we need. We need a guy <laughs> with birds to get in there. First parakeet. Yeah. <laughs> squawking in the back of every yeah. press conference. Just yeah, State of the Union with a parakeet just ripping all of its feathers out in the background, <laughs> slamming against the sides <laughs> Going of the cage. Insane. <laughs> yeah. If Luke Monez ever becomes president, just in the background, a bird killing itself. Um, yeah, so they've this is it. Yeah, they're doing the F, the FOIA thing. They got 200 pages of Secret Service records, um, and they I guess they write down in here every time they get bit. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I I do I just want to let me. I was really asking a question about his pets. I wanted to know, and now I've looked it up. So he has Major is the one who's. Biting everybody. No. Major's the dead one? No. Major's alive. None of them are Major dead. is alive in an undisclosed location. Okay. Major is the one in the black side. He's in Witsec. Yeah. He's in Witsec. Commander is the new one who is now biting people. Um, and then, yeah, he has a, a gray tabby cat named Willow who's three. Which, like, this is all weird because, like, he didn't have animals before he was president. He like got. He was like, "Well, I'm moving to the White House. Yeah. I might as well get a bunch of animals." I think he only had the shepherds, right? Me. Yeah, he had the one dog. He had no. the one dog. The Major black, is the um, Major is on the raft with the Juggernaut. He's with all the Marvel villains, trapped away. Mm-hmm. You know, keeping him safe. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's a weird time. I guess is it like? Is it just? I'm trying to think. Yeah, none of he doesn't have any young grandchildren. Maybe. That age where it's like you just got to get, they all want pets and different animals and get like, but yeah. It's for when Hunter comes over. Hunter likes to play with the dogs. I feel like if you have a cat in the White House, you might as well just not have a cat because you, you're not seeing that thing 
ever. It's just like weird to think that that means the cat has like that means the White House has like a box of cat shit in it. That's oh yeah, weird. yeah. The first litter box, mm-hmm. it's in there. Yeah, giving the president toxoplasmosis as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new Justice Watch thing. It's like. Biden shows evidence of toxoplasmosis. Yeah, it's a Biden, threat. Biden goes away too long and the, it pisses on the bed in the Lincoln bedroom, right? That's something the cats do, right? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem yeah. like a generally a pet-friendly household, you know? <laughs> okay, you gotta, I mean, you get a whole staff. There's someone in charge of that. Someone it. who, like, went to fucking Harvard Law is in charge of that cat. Some social climber. I, n- I, know, like, I know Liza'd be chewing on that Resolute desk. I know that. She's in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's pretty much nothing you're supposed to chew on in the White House. They, I've been on that tours, and they're pretty strict about it. They're like, you're not allowed to chew Excuse on me, anything. Excuse uh, me, is there anything to chew on here? <laughs> I'm Has teething. Anything? <laughs> I'm an adult teether, so I would I'm love... I'm losing if... all my baby teeth. I know, it's late. It's really weird. See how small mm. my teeth are? Pretty crazy, huh? Yep, it's time for them to go, so I'm going to need to gnaw on something in the next hour. They're all, I'm losing all my baby teeth right now at the same time. And you got to give me some sort of ring or a statue of Abraham Lincoln's head or something. A bust, they call it. You can imagine what I'm going through because you have dreamed this happening to you. But this is happening to me in real life. Yeah. I'm losing all my baby teeth at once. Has nothing to do with any loss of control in my life. I just have a weird (laughs) tooth thing. And I need, give me my ring. (laughs) Give me my tooth ring, please. Um, I'm bringing that out on the plane, the teething ring, mm. <laughs> gnawing at it. Um, yeah, I feel I'd imagine that could be soothing. Have a little, not that's like a they have those like fidget toys and stuff. I feel like those are kind of me- meant to be adult teething rings a little bit. You oh can, yeah, you can gnaw on one of those. Mm-hmm. Having great time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or just you know cigarettes. That's the adult teething ring. Yeah, I think it's just yeah, yeah, cigarettes. That is kind of the adult Vapes. And ironically, it will make your teeth fall out if you do it too much. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, so, good luck to uh, to this to this puppy. I hope he can get it together. I hope they don't take him to another <laughs> undisclosed location. Good luck to him on biting more Secret Service people. Good luck to him <laughs> on it. getting his numbers up next time we cover this story. <laughs> Those are rookie yeah. numbers, man. Bite more Secret Service agents. <laughs> yeah. Cover the <laughs> number one. And this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. Number one, uh, this just happened today. Uh, it's Developing alien. story. It's aliens. Um, it's a congressional hearing about aliens. It's not particularly, uh, com- you know, uh, they, you know, a bunch of a bunch of congressmen. Uh, did the thing where they talk for like three minutes and then give somebody a minute to answer a question, you know, type thing, but mm-hmm. about aliens. Um, yeah, why did they do this? This is what they're doing instead of like trying to fix the Supreme Court situation. They're like, well, there's nothing we can do about that. So we, we can't really do anything. So why don't we just talk about aliens? Yeah. They, 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 is that what's going on? Like, what was this hearing about? It's the well. There was a person who claimed, right, like whistle blew that they're they were like, "There's aliens," and then yeah. and they were like, were like, "Straight to Congress, Let's yeah, go. tell us more about this, sir." <laughs> yeah, right. Because there's been there's been this like sort of growing thing about uh, not, I mean, UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomena. So I guess they don't. Okay. The government does not say UFO; they say UAP. 
This um, was like a Trump thing, right? Where he was like, he said he was going to... Probably, If he right. got to be president, he was going to tell us about whether UFOs are real. He was going to like declassify all that stuff. I feel mm-hmm. like that was a Trump campaign promise. Probably, yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, basically, the, the, yeah, somebody said, I know about the aliens, and then they had this hearing, and uh, he said a bunch of stuff under oath, including there was a multi-decade program capturing UFOs. Um you know, I think. I mean, cra- maybe, but did it capture any? That's I mean, the question. I mean, the crank potential, you know, is high when you're talking about aliens. Obviously, um, I'm not. I'm not saying that they're necessarily cranks, um, but you know, uh, people say all kinds of things that they believe under oath because the, to them it's yeah. true. It doesn't mean it's necessarily the case, right? right? Facts. Like yeah. you know, yeah. That's um, that's been my take. Where it's like that. There were people like he said it under oath, and I'm like, yeah, I've never been talking to somebody who believes in aliens, and my problem with it has been like i think, I think this they guy's don't. lying to me yeah like <laughs> yeah. what are you trying to get You're me trying riled to pull up? the wool over my eyes yeah that's not yeah, i'm usually that's like, not my main emotion yeah <laughs> not doubting the veracity of what they think <laughs> like yeah um he doesn't seem very convinced yeah no, no i think the problem spitting on I my think, face about it they're very i think convinced. the reason i'm so skeptical is because of how convinced these people that person seems like that to me is troubling well the, the whole uh, the whole thing is that like it dates back he said it dates back to the 30s the the pope at the time was involved like there it was it was that's funneled when you through lose me. mussolini like ha- got a ufo or something and like they funneled the pope funneled it through back channels to the us and that's how we found out um you know, look, yeah, I feel like it's, that's it's the, possible, that's, you know, <laughs> but that yeah, is like the like the problem. Here. Like you sort of fly too close to the sun with the with the craziness once you invoke the pope or like mm-hmm. I feel like that's the like like he in in the rough draft, he said Jews and then his mic got cut off. So he was like, how about the pope? Let's go with the pope. That's, you know, they at least will let me say that on mic. Yeah, no. Like. Yeah, there's, I, yeah, a, there's I, a bunch of aliens in the global banks. Wink, wink. That's, right. That's, okay. what, he says, that's yeah. what. But that's what the invocation of the Pope like means yeah. to me. Is that like you think all of that? Like, if you're talking about the Pope in this context, you also think the Pope could like pull his mask off and there's like an alien under there. Like, well, like I think it's. I think you're getting on. you're getting very adjacent to the Pope is an alien is one of the things yeah. that we're getting to here. Right. Yeah. Once yeah. you're like aliens and big public figures, you just kind of you're like, and they are that is it them? Is that what's or is this where we're going? Um, look, yeah. I just don't think the Pope is involved in any conspiracy stuff. Why would you? Why would you get him involved? I also He's don't got think- his own stuff. I mean, if you're the Pope, are you going to tell, are you going to spread this information or try to stop anyone from finding out about aliens? That's going to make your job a little bit more, you know, confusing over the next however long, you know. Uh, yeah, really. I mean, I feel like it, uh, it, it, it really challenges your uh, sort of conception of your religious belief, I feel like. Kind like, of, you know, like if, made, if you're made the in Pope God's and you image, find out- <laughs> you know, are, yeah. are they also, like, is God also alien? Uh, like, what's going on? It's like, well, it's fine. It's right. Fine. If you're if you're the Pope and you find out about aliens, like, you got to consult the doctrine. Like, you got to make some big changes to stuff. And uh, I, I don't think you act like everything's normal, probably. Like, are the aliens going to heaven? Like, d- did Jesus die for right. the aliens? Do we know? need to baptize the aliens? Right. Like, 
Um, What's going on here? So you do they think need, just do purely we need to from offer a, CCD classes to these aliens? You got to write. You got to write an encyclical explaining all this. Just purely from a from a, a paperwork perspective, I think you keep this under your under your big pointy hat for a little while. <laughs> uh, so you're saying they just ignore it because he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to have to confront. This that's stuff. good. He's like, it's going to be a whole thing, uh, you know. I, I just, yeah, keep it keep it quiet. Uh, but. Yeah, I, look, I don't know. Like I said, not passing judgment on the claims themselves. No idea. Obviously, presumably an Air Force intelligence officer is in a better position than me to know if the government has any sort of involvement in uh, UFO-related stuff, uh, you know, on here's, balance. Here's where I land on this. I believe there there was or is some kind of government investigation into when there's stuff flying around and we don't know what it is. I think there are probably people where it's their job to sort of keep an eye on that. Oh, for sure. I That's think that is probably true. Yeah. National security think, stuff, obviously. Right. And exactly. And like, there might be a subset of that that inv- investigates, uh, you know, the possibility that things are coming, can come from off the planet there. Like there's probably a chain of command I- in the event that, something crash lands and we don't know what it is. I think there are probably people that that's their, that's at least part of their job. Yeah. I also think, I don't there think we're getting probably... into the realm of supernatural at all. Yeah. It's like, yeah, of course you would. Right. But like, but part of their job was like, if something of alien origin did make it to earth, there would be people who you would call. Like there'd be specific people that like, that is part of it. The alien. Busters. I also think there are probably aliens. I think like statistically they're, they're out there. I do not think we have them. I do not think I do not think the government is hiding uh especially interesting information about them from us. I think yeah. but well, yeah. My I, take I, you know. is that if you if he made it to this hearing without falling out of any windows yeah. They are not worried about what he's going to say. That's my take on it. Well, he did say that there has been a, there's been a big, you know, sort of uh discrediting thing going on with him and some other people, you know, mm, and, and character and, assassination. Yeah, retaliatory tactics. He said there was Yeah, I could, don't think he, they would bother with the character part of that. I think they would discredit his head from his body and just <laughs> he would be gone. They'd be like, "I guess he ran away cuz he got scared." The thing that- bothers me about these sort of theories is like presumably something smart enough to navigate to our planet if they don't want to be a secret they're probably not going to be a secret you know what i mean like why are they agreeing to be a secret right well and if they and if and we wouldn't see them if they were unless something you know i i I think you're right that like if they could if they can do interstellar travel they probably wouldn't send a manned ship either right like they probably are advanced mm, enough to send yeah. like a drone or the equivalent they wouldn't have like a little That's guy true. in there to get hurt in yeah. a crash you know? <laughs> a little you don't think it's a little green man in there uh, what if it was that'd be uh, wild yeah we maybe, find yeah. aliens and they say take me to your dealer well that's, maybe, that, that's the thing us. right like you know all this discussion they're on the hill they're all pontificating and everything nobody's talking about whether these guys might smoke weed and you know, <laughs> we need to know the American people they get need here to know. and they're very upset at how they're they've been represented in our pop culture. Mm-hmm. Or they're very Just, excited because they're like they are, they are wearing a Rasta hat when they arrive. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they're like, "You have you knew about our hats." Um, <laughs> I'd I'd throw out two possibilities here. Maybe it is an unmanned spacecraft, and then he would just was taking a nap in there. He had a long day, and he's like, "I bet I can go sneak a quick nap." And then he knocked one of the buttons that was the go to Earth button. And that's why he's in there. Also, second thing, maybe, you know, uh, people are saying, well, if they're this good, why would they crash? 
maybe their planet is incredibly soft. And they were like, mm. there you go. Well, I bet this is just like our pillowy planet. Our gummy planet. Yeah. yeah. In which so, we will land. Yeah, with a delightful sprawling and be cradled <laughs> gently to earth. And then they find out we got rocks here. You can't yeah. do that shit. You get smashed. Oh, you get damn. knocked That's out. You guys have rocks here? <laughs> you guys have uh, rocks. Hey, man, to be honest, we've been to space and we're obsessed with rocks. <laughs> we're always bringing the rocks thing back. We find so, when we go over yeah. There, yeah. We're I, bringing mega rocks back. I like the idea of an alien civilization like pooling all of its resources to come up with like one ship that can make it interstellar <laughs> and they get here and then it gets like shot down by a guy in like a. <laughs> I do like that's that's a delightful little image. Maybe that's that's an image to you know come close to leaving people with is just an alien landing and not knowing what the you know the species is. So just saying hello to everything until something says hello back. Just a mm. rock. Hello. Okay, making a mark. <laughs> C- cactus. Hello. Not this one. Nope. Just crossing okay. things off the list. Yeah, just gonna keep greeting stuff until. <laughs> It finally got, you know. being like, yeah, like, uh, gleep, gleep. Nope. Okay. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> gleep, gleep. Nope. Yeah. 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 All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, just Prometheus and, Prometheus and Bob. That's, uh-huh. that's what we're, that's what we're, we're talking about. <laughs> Obviously, inevitably, finally ending up at a small, isolated diner in the desert and having a mm. delicious slice of cherry pie. This is my congressional hearing. <laughs> this is how it would, <laughs> this is how it would go down if I was there. Well, uh, this yeah, is like, hopefully. <laughs> if I was there, it wouldn't have gone down like that. I would have disrupted it. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, this guy isn't killed by the government before this episode comes out. Uh, if he is, then I reverse my position. He's yeah. 100% right. We hopefully, our planet any, isn't blown up. If anything looks bad like happens, a yeah, we disavow <laughs> any jokes we made about it over the past however long. Uh, it, Absolutely. Uh, look, the aliens. Look, I, I, you know, I'm not, I, I don't know. I guess it's not clear whether they're evil or not. I'm mean, probably, yeah. you know, it's one of those things where like, if you get advanced enough to do interstellar travel, odds are you probably have advanced beyond the pettiest of, you know, sort of concerns right. about things, one would hope, or you're just like really evil just for the sake of being evil. Yeah, what if but, they became pettier than we could ever imagine? Um, <laughs> That's how they derive their power <laughs> yeah. from yeah. gossip. That's how they fuel the ships. <laughs> We've come to, yeah, we're going to build a dome over TMZ and harness just, it. They just, yeah, they just show up. They, sh- they, they go show to open up, mics. They invite they everyone just... and they show up and they say, oh, that's what you wore? Okay. <laughs> just and then mean. there's enough power to get them home again. That's, yeah. what, that's what happens. But hey, if this is well, going out into space and you're picking us up, remember, we offered you cherry pie. We are your friends. Be kind. Don't. We're your dealers. We can yeah, we take are them to us. We can get you weed. It's legal, but don't. We, we're, <laughs> we know we're really good at getting it also. We can get you weed. We're going to take you to a store with a picture of you on the wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With, with that they looks identical to many other stores, none of which have licenses <laughs> to sell the stuff. You may think that uh, New York, that Brooklyn is covered with temples to you. Those are just weed stores, actually. <laughs> Like, oh Those wow! Are not Samer- ceremonial pipes—they are just regular pipes. That is, that is not a ceremonial uh, Dr. Seuss hat with wee leaves on it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, anyway, uh, uh, yeah. Good luck to the aliens. Good luck to these people. Um, good luck to us all. Good luck to us all in the face of uh, our interstellar peers. Let's do plugs. 
Become a subscriber at patreon.com slash whatatimepod for weekly bonus episodes and much more. And head to whatatimepod.com slash links for our merch store, Discord, and more. Follow Patty, Kath, and Eli on Twitter and Instagram at pattymoe, at kathbarbadoro, and at Eli Uden. And check out Kat's other podcasts, Lie, Cheat, and Steal, about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters, wherever you get your podcasts. Here's where you can see us doing stand-up this week. Uh, I am going to be in Chicago at the end of this week. Um, stay tuned on my social media for dates uh, there. Kath at Kat Barbadoro. The Bear. Mm-hmm. She's going to The Bear. I'm going to The Bear. Yep. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Yes, chef. <laughs> Anyone else? Yeah, stand up comedy. Can, you can come uh, this Saturday, which is weird to say because it's not. But next Saturday, but if you're listening, it is this Saturday. Uh, to be clear, it is August fifth, Saturday at Cobra Club at eight p.m. I am doing a show called Vision Board. Uh, so if you'd like to probably, see that, yeah. probably spelled B O R E D. I was just watching that clip today. <laughs> it's a good clip. It holds up. Uh, I got nothing, so see you in hell. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.